Nation. How are you all doing today? This is Down with the Ship. I'm your host, Maddie Mayhem, and with me is my co-host and partner in crime, Sean Carnage. Sean Carnage. And we're here with another episode of Down with the Ship. Thanks again for all of the support that you've given us thus far. We really appreciate all of you who have tuned in and given us a chance to give you guys some Raiders content, giving us an opportunity to be a part of your weekly commute or uh, the you know what you listen to at the gym or what you listen to at the office when you should be working. We appreciate that, and we uh, are glad to continue to give you the content that you're all looking for, our Las Vegas Raiders and what's going on with them. On this week's show, we are going to discuss the Josh Jacobs situation with the Raiders Uh, As you know, Josh Jacobs has yet to sign his franchise tag. He's obviously not happy based upon some hints that he's given on Instagram. And so we're going to get into that. It should be fun. We'll see how it goes. As you know, I mean, of course, this time of year, uh, we're waiting for the draft to happen. We're about, uh, I would say, nine days away. Yes, yes, next weekend. I mean, it's so close. I'm dying. I've been looking at you know, mock drafts since January. There's been a lot of guessing and conjecture about where the Raiders are going to go. And so finally, all of that will come to an end when we draft next weekend. And we'll have much, much more to talk about once we get the new players who are going to be members of our beloved Raiders. Let's talk about the uh, Josh Jacobs situation. And Josh Jacobs, for anybody who, who isn't following, although I'm sure all of you already know this, Raider Nation, the Raiders did not pick up Josh Jacobs' fifth-year option. As a matter of fact, the situation last year was kind of up in the air. I know that they had, had played Josh Jacobs in that last preseason game. Remember that last year? Oh, that's right. Like a tryout again. You yeah, know? it's like he had to start all over again to prove himself. Josh Jacobs, who, you know, the Raiders drafted in the first round, Ziegler and McDaniels weren't sold on him. You know, they wanted to see what he had. And so they, you know, they played him in all of the of the preseason games, which you don't do, especially that third uh, and fourth game. You don't do that. Well, actually, well, okay, so now they only have three preseason games. The only reason the Raiders had one last year is there was that extra Hall of Fame game. Remember, they had to play the That's Jags. Right. That's but right. most other teams have three. And usually what you would do is you would play your starters in the second one, and then the third one is pull all your starters and uh, just play the backups or the guys that are trying to make the team, you know. And the Raiders kept Josh Jacobs out there, and he played the majority of that third game, which, you know, didn't send a very good message. I mean, people were were wondering uh, or postulating, is he going to be on the team at all? Are they going to get rid of him? And what did he do? He basically showed up and kicked ass and won the rushing title. Well, one of the reasons is you don't want to get your starters injured, you know, but to put them on the line, you're like, I'm kind of willing to sacrifice that to see what you got, you know what I mean? So it's 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 really interesting because you could lose some key people and Josh Jacobs won the rushing title this year so he was pretty key in in a lot of everything they were doing you know once the seasons got started well what the Raiders did they franchise tagged him you know they haven't offered him a contract yet and what that means Raider Nation is that they're going to pay him the salary of I think it's 10 million dollars for the franchise tag for running backs which basically would be more than he would get I think it's a little bit of a raise and if you actually look at the free agent class of running backs this year none of them really have gotten paid yet. I think the only one that got paid was Miles Sanders. I know that he got signed. You know, Miles Sanders, of course, was the running back over there in Philadelphia. He was signed by Carolina and they gave him 25 mil for four years. So that basically roughly breaks down to $6.25 million per year on average. And so if you think about it, Josh Jacobs is making more than he is his last year, you know? So from one aspect, it's like, okay, I mean, he's getting paid like 
you know, a top running back. But you know, the thing is that the running back position as a whole is just not getting any respect anymore. Nobody's drafting running backs. I mean, it's a faux pas to draft a running back in the first round now. You know, everybody gave the Raiders shit for drafting Josh Jacobs in round one, you know, when Gruden was here. And so with no running backs coming out and nobody paying running backs because of what happened with Ezekiel Elliott, you know, the, the Cowboys gave Zeke a huge number and they were stuck. I mean, they, they basically paid him and, you know, he started going downhill. And if you have the majority of your uh, salary going to your running back who is now getting injured and not what he once was, because like I mentioned before, the running backs have a, a shelf life of like three to five years because you're constantly getting beat up back there. I think teams are learning, well, we can basically just draft a new running back, you know, every year. And these these players can just come in and, and, and be mid to above average and, you know, do just fine. I mean, you don't really need a killer running back anymore. It feels like the league is now going toward more of a pass-heavy offense, you know, like what the Chiefs have going on over there. I mean, the Chiefs, I mean, who, who's the Chiefs running back? Pacheco, dude. Pacheco was their go-to guy at the end, there, he, wasn't he? He was, but like, even he, you know, I had Pacheco uh, for fantasy, and there were some games he did well and some games he didn't. You know, they had McKinnon there um, for a while, I think. Uh, well, it's a pass-heavy offense. It is a pass-heavy offense, you know. You know what I heard today? I actually heard that the Bengals had asked Joe Mixon to take a pay cut or they were going to get rid of him too. I mean, Joe Mixon, that guy's a starting caliber running back for the Bengals, and yeah. they're already saying, hey, man, you have to you have to take a cut because you're just not worth what we're paying you. Well, man, Derrick Henry, I mean, 2019, 2020 was the back-to-back rushing champion, and his job is in limbo as well right now. And, and that guy was just unstoppable in those years. Like, that guy would truck everybody. And now all of a sudden, he might be looking for a job. It's pretty crazy, man. It's disrespectful. What makes these college kids that are playing running back, what makes them want to come? I mean, money becomes involved when you get to the NFL. And as a as a running back in college, knowing you're going to make the least, it's going to make people maybe like not attracted to the position anymore. I don't know. That's probably just the NFL the way it is. Well, what I think they're going to have to do, these running backs, is they're going to have to learn how to be pass catchers out of the backfield. I mean, you basically are going to have to make your running back one of the receivers. Sometimes they'll run. Sometimes they go out for passes. And Josh Jacobs actually does pretty well with that. The only thing about Jacobs is he has not been healthy for an entire season more than what, once? It was last year. Yeah. And, you know, he had a lot to prove last year. You know, he knew it. So, I mean, maybe you had to push him to that limit. And he probably can credit the Raiders for having a season like he did last year. And I mean, it is it's to be determined if he's gonna, if he could do it again. Yeah, it is. You know, a lot of these players uh, on a contract year, they basically come out, kick ass, get paid and then they stop, you know, uh, or they hit a wall or they get hurt or they, they don't try as hard, you know. Uh, and I think that's kind of the risk that goes with paying these running backs. Do you pay Josh Jacobs for like two years, give him a two-year contract, try to maybe front load it, maybe give him a three-year contract and front load it for the first two and then give yourself an out that third year, you know, pay pay him what he thinks he, he deserves. I, I think he could be good for the next couple of years. I love the incentives thing that they throw into contracts. You know what I mean? It's a prove it deal. And it's like me as a fan, I want that too. Like, I'm like, all right, if you can give us some good yards, then he's worth the money, you know? And if you can put that in a contract, I think it's just smart. As far as like, I mean, keeping him, I, ho- I hope we do. You know, one thing that I had heard is, you know, like if, if the Raiders were trying to contend and, and put some uh, weapons around him, he'll sign that franchise tag, you know. But if they're kind of on a rebuild, which a lot of people have saw and, and you, you know, you get see the quarterback switch and everything and you're just kind of lying to him and tell him, hey, you know, we're not going to rebuild. But he sees it. I think he's going to hold out for a long time. He did say that he's willing to take 
a team-friendly deal as long as the Raiders show that they're trying to win. But uh, I'm sure if we're honest with ourselves, Raider Nation, it doesn't necessarily look like the Raiders are going all in this season, you know? And I don't even know if telling him, okay, look, we've got a killer offense. We do. And they do. The Raiders have arguably, I would say, a top 10 offense, potentially. I would go with that. So he could be part of a, one of the best offenses in the league. But with our defense, there's no way that we're going to be anywhere near contention unless we, you know, get a lucky draft and draft like three or four killer starters. And, you know, those guys come together and we find lightning in a bottle and all of a sudden our defense is overperforming or overachieving, I should say. And, you know, maybe there's an outside chance the Raiders can get in as a wild card. But um, I'm sure that none of us are banking on it. I know that Caesar's set there over under at 7.5. So the perception is the Raiders are not going to win that many games because 7.5 is pretty bad, actually. Do you think the Raiders, if they ended up trading up in the draft and drafting one of the quarterbacks that's coming up, would you say that's like a, a, a sign that they're actually going to try to win this year? Or is that kind of also part of the building process? You know, and what do you think Jacobs would be thinking as far as us drafting a quarterback in the first round rather than defense, which he knows the offense looked pretty good last year and he wants defense? Like, it's kind of weird. Like, it's it, it could go each way. I think if the Raiders draft a quarterback in the first round, I think that sends a message that we're playing for the future. I think that the Raiders need at least three starters. At least three guys are going to come in and start at the, you know, their respective positions. And you could get them. Actually, you know what would be ideal? Because I heard that this draft is pretty heavy with cornerbacks. Like, there's some really good cornerbacks that you can get in the second and or third round. So I say, if you draft defensive line in the first, let's say they move down and get, like, Kalijah Kansi, or if they, you know, draft Tyree Wilson, the defensive end, out of Texas Tech. Like, if you draft a defensive lineman in the first round, and then in the second round, you get one of these cornerbacks, and then the third find yourself a linebacker that's going to start that right there will help immensely and so I think if they do that I think that sends a clear message to the team that hey we're going to try to win you know we're going to try to get some defense in here and and see if that can complement this offense that we know already is going to kick some ass and maybe there's a chance man that's exactly what I'm hoping happens you know I just want to load up that defense and just have a nice young up-and-coming like group of guys hopefully they draft smart and find some gems later in the draft And uh, man, with a young, like kind of up and coming defense and the offense that we got, man, we could only be better. What do you think about maybe the chances of Josh Jacobs being traded during the draft? Yeah, that's a really good question because I hate to say it, but man, we could probably get a one or a two for Josh Jacobs. He just won the rushing title. You know, you flip Josh Jacobs to a a running back needy team, maybe send him over to the Dolphins. I know the Broncos need a running back, but there's no way in hell they're sending him to the Broncos. The Saints, you know, I know Kamara's, you know, he's got that criminal case pending. Yep. Uh, So maybe the Saints would be interested, you know, unite him uh, with Derek Carr. I know the Saints don't have a first. Maybe they want to flip their second and go all in for Josh Jacobs and give the Raiders an extra second, which the Raiders could then use their two number twos to move back into the first round and get another defensive player. Two first round defensive players would be killer for the Raiders. Yeah. And, you know, I had just heard something else recently about maybe possibly like going into the later round of the first and getting two first. And when you said it before, and I think one of the first podcasts and I was like, there's no way we're going to be like getting two first this year and but then as you know things are falling into place and stories are happening i'm starting to see like you know what the raiders could be a little more aggressive than you think you know and get a come away with a couple of good guys yeah there's definitely a possibility but are we ready raider nation to trade josh jacobs i wonder what that would do to the morale of the team last year we drafted zamir white and Britton brown Britton brown didn't even play 
you know. Yeah, uh, I forgot and, about him. But those are two guys drafted in anticipation, I think, for Josh Jacobs maybe being flipped. And so maybe they saw something out of those two guys. I know neither one of them really played that much. I know uh, Zemir White or Zeus, as they call him, uh, got on the field a few times, but he didn't really do anything that I think stood out necessarily. But I mean, he's a rookie. What else is he going to do? And you know what? Theoretically, let's say if we trade Josh Jacobs, we could draft another rookie, take a flyer on a guy in the fourth round, and then have Zemir White and that rookie and, you know, Britton Brown compete to see who gets the starting job. You always want to be keeping every position young. You know, you want to have those young guys in there to learn from the veterans and just get like always have that steady flow of like good football players, you know, in your system. It's just crazy to me thinking like, you know, Josh Jacobs, like, I mean, we saw him last year. He was amazing, you know, and, and to win the rushing title and the next year to have to kind of fight for like getting money. It's just crazy to me. You think about Raider Nation, all of the amazing running backs that have come through the Raiders, you know, starting with Marcus Al. You know, and then going towards even even back in the uh, got to throw Bo Jackson in there. Well, of course, Bo Jackson. Short career, but still, absolutely. I mean, that guy's that that guy's a legend. But also, you know, back in the early two thousands, when the Raiders, you know, it was the last time the Raiders were killer, right? Uh, Charlie Garner and Tyrone Wheatley. I mean, that was thunder and lightning, baby. Those two dudes killed it. What about Pastor Napoleon? Oh yeah, Napoleon Kaufman. You remember Napoleon Kaufman, Raider Nation? You remember Darren McFadden? Oh, yeah, man. I, my wife, when we first got together, she got me a Darren McFadden autographed jersey. I still got it in the closet. It's, it's going to go up in the Raider room when I get it, when I get one one day. Yeah, so going from Darren McFadden to, you know, Josh Jacobs, we, we are spoiled with great running back play. And, and that's amazing. And, I, and I'd hate to lose that, you know, to go to a just kind of a mundane, you know, generic running back by committee, which they did over there in the Patriots. I mean, that's what that is the, the Patriot way for running backs is running back by committee. You knew playing fantasy football, not to draft any Patriot running backs because you could not count on them to start. Every week it was somebody else, you know, and you never knew who to start because they just played whoever they thought would be necessary to win that game, uh, and that person would come in and do their job and not necessarily take over the game like Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I mean, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Running backs, it's it's my favorite position, so it kind of upsets me that this is happening to it, you know? Like, I just don't think it's right. Like, I love watching these guys. They put their body through a lot of uh, of pain and, and, and the torment they go through. And um, and then to come at it five years later and, and and not be valued, it's it's crazy to me, man. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's a shame. So, uh, do I want them to trade Josh Jacobs? No, I would love for him to start on the team this year and do as good as he did last year. And you know, I'm sure when they release the NFL Top 100 this year, there's no way Jacobs isn't like top 20. There's no way. I mean, you win the rushing title, you're going to be in the top 20. If he is not in the top 20, we we riot, Raider Nation. Raider Nation, you already know there's always disrespect. with When it comes to the Raiders, we could have, like, by by number, the best somebody at a position, they still wouldn't even mention us, you know? It's NFL against us, whatever. Who do you think is going to be on that list from the Raiders? Oh, obviously, Max. Crosby will be on that list for sure. I don't know. He's kind of demanding the respect, though. I mean, even, like, I think once the players give you the respect then everybody has to, you know, like, I, I don't know. Devontae will be on that list. But you know what? You know what really pisses me off, Raider Nation? You get somebody like Devontae, who is literally the top wide receiver in the league. You can't argue that. I don't think anybody can argue that. If they do, they're just haters. That dude is legit. You ask football players that play in the league who the best wide receiver is, and they're going to tell you Devontae Adams. I saw, uh, I think it was on Twitter, 
NFL had posted who are the best right wide receivers in the league, and Devontae wasn't even on the list. I mean, talk talk about disrespect, man. That all is, of a sudden. Yeah, all of a sudden. He goes from being the best wide receiver in the league to like, eh, maybe he's like top 10, you know? You know what? Being a part of Raider Nation, you guys all know exactly what I'm talking about. It's the same thing where you're watching games and you're all, I mean, you've seen officials kind of like throw flags on us way more than the other teams. And you know what? Our eyes don't deceive us. Like we're seeing this happen over and over again and nobody's done anything about it. And I always think about Al Davis versus the NFL. Man, that rivalry is still alive. Yeah, I would I would say that. You know, you almost feel like, the the expectation is that the Raiders are going to... It's almost like they tell the refs, hey, you need to watch the Raiders extra closely, you know? You watch the footage of these teams and the amount of holds. I would argue that Max Crosby gets held on every single play. It's every crazy, play. bro. It's and ridiculous. he knows it, but he still works through it and doesn't bitch about it, and that's what I love about him. Yeah, he's the, he's the best. Raider Nation, we have just a, an amazing superstar with Max Crosby. That guy is my favorite Raider right now. I, I would I would argue that he is my favorite Raider. Max Crosby is one of those like those players where you're just like, man, please just retire with this team. You know, he, he was kind of like slept on in the draft, and he came over here here and you know he got sober and got his life together put in the hard work and he's one of the best in the business and and i think i want the young guys that we draft learning from him and seeing his his work ethic and and i think that'll help the team grow as well yeah and i'm pretty sure that max crosby and josh jacobs have raiders tattoos yes they do yes they do which by the way i have to get one soon have you got have you gotten one yet no i mean it's my dog cash i gotta get him next but i got a spot on my left arm that it's, it's gotta be raiders it's those two are my next tattoos i mean we're all raiders all the time so we gotta get them yeah most definitely and raider nation if you got a raiders tattoo right i hope you uh you show that off proudly because send us your pics man we'll post all raiders tattoos anything you got we'll, we'll blast it everywhere hey that's that's a great idea if you have a raiders tattoo go ahead and send us the pics um we are on twitter and instagram at, at dwts raiders Raiders. That's at DWTS Raiders. Find us on Twitter and Instagram. Send us your pictures. We'd love to see them and we'll post them. You know, we need content for those pages. Uh, do the tattoos have to be um, like all ages appropriate? I mean, I don't know. I don't, some of these Raider fans, you never know what you're going to get. Uh, hey, that is true. That is true. Uh, maybe we won't post the inappropriate ones. Yeah, but we'll get a good kick out. Hey, send, send in everything. We'll take it. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah, so Josh Jacobs, man. So final word on Josh Jacobs. What do we want? We're hoping we we keep him, but if they trade him, uh, that, that would help. You know, that would help us build for the future. You know, they trade Josh Jacobs, then that's basically them saying, no, we're not going to win this year. We're going to sacrifice this year and go for it next year. But you know what? Next year, there's no more excuses. You trade Josh Jacobs for picks, you get extra picks, you better come correct with who you draft, and you better set the team up for success for the future. So I, I would say, you know, we're going to hope Raider Nation that we keep Josh Jacobs. But if we don't, it'll be okay as long as the Raiders do make the right decisions with the compensation that we get for him if he is traded. And then if he plays this season and then they just let him go, it is what it is. You know, they obviously, again, like we said before, the running back position just isn't valued like it should be. Or I, I guess, should I say it isn't valued like it should be? Or is just not valued, period? Because we're going towards a pass-heavy offense. I think it's just the transition of the league. Even me, you know, like, I, I feel like it's not valued like it should be. But I think the way the league is, you have to move with it, you know. And um, I hope we keep Josh Jacobs, man. You know, you hear of, of having the three-headed monster. Well, obviously, Devontae Adams is one head of that monster. I believe Josh Jacobs is also the head. Can Garoppolo be ahead of that three-headed monster? I don't know. So if he's not ahead and then we lose Josh Jacobs, we only got a one-headed monster. 
I'd rather have a two-headed monster than a one-headed monster. So let's keep Josh Jacobs. That's an extra weapon around Garoppolo. And, and let's see what we could do. I mean, I want to keep him around at least a couple years with incentives. All right. All right. Before we get out of here, uh, what do you got going on this weekend? Well, this weekend, I, I obviously, it's my anniversary uh, tomorrow with my wife. And uh, we got Disneyland on Friday. And then I just booked a gig uh, doing a DJ uh, slot over at a local bar over here, um, not too far away from the house. So, I mean, got a, got a lot happening uh, this week this week, and this weekend. It's definitely been a busy week, but that's how we do it over here at Down With The Ship. What about you, man? What you got going on? Uh, I, I would say it's a mellow weekend. I got a, an old neighbor of mine. Shout out to Sean uh, from Long Beach. Uh, but I used to live next door to him. and uh, I know, remember him, dude. Yeah, you told me about him. But we're supposed to hang out. I think he's having a barbecue at his house on Saturday, so we're going to go do that. Is he still over where he used to live? Nah, they moved. He, oh. got, he got a house. Uh, they upgraded. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Good for so him, man. So we're going to do that on Saturday, but I think I'm going to take it easy this weekend. I don't know if I told you, I think I did, that you know the show that we were supposed to have in Havasu got canceled. My oh. singer, Yeah, my singer, Shane, uh, he basically booked a movie. And so he can't go, which, you know, I mean... That's a good excuse. Yeah, hey, Raider Nation, if you're ever in a band with a celebrity... <laughs> it's got its good and its bad. There are definitely pros and cons, but uh, yeah, Shane, Shane's filming a movie, so he can't show up. For anybody who doesn't know, I, you know, my band Twilight Creeps, our lead singer uh, is this guy Shane West, who who is an actor. He was in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. He was in, you know, A Walk to Remember. He was on uh, Salem. There was a show on Salem that was pretty cool. ER. Uh, yeah, he was on ER forever, and of course, uh, he was Bane. Uh, in that Gotham series for a while. But anyways, he booked a show, uh, a movie, and so we had to pull out of the show. But that's okay. I mean, those things happen. And honestly, I'm not sad about it because now I get to watch all of the draft at home, and uh, I get to have uh, my birthday weekend at the comfort of my house. So that you know, there's nothing wrong with that. That's right, man. We're going to be staying tuned. Uh, that's got to be the next podcast. You know, we uh, maybe the next one we're going to already know who we got. And we're going to be able to talk about some of those new guys and kind of like put it all together finally, at least for that first round. A lot of answers are going to be uh, answered or questions are going to be answered. And, um, and you know, maybe trades happen that you don't even know are coming. Yeah, really looking forward to the draft next weekend. We'll probably shoot a podcast um, right after. I would say we could shoot for Saturday after the, you know, after the draft is over. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, there's going to be, I mean, there'll definitely be a lot to talk about. Anyways, well, we thank you again, Raider Nation, for tuning in. Again, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at DWTS Raiders. Again, that's at DWTS Raiders. Uh, hit us up, at us, uh, send us messages, ask us questions, give us feedback of how, you know, how we're doing. You know, let us know what you want us to talk about. Let us know, uh, you know, what you like that we do and what you don't like that we do. And we'll try to continue to refine the sculpture that is this podcast to something that all of Raider Nation can enjoy and have be part of their, you know, weekly commute, you know? I mean, that that's the best part about uh, podcasts is it's just, that's part of your week. You know, I, I listen to them every morning. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do is just give you guys content, you know? I mean, we named a few podcasts and maybe if you guys got other Raider podcasts that you listen to, shoot them to us because I'm looking for content all the time. All right, Raider Nation. Well, this has been Down With The Ship. Um, I'm your host, Maddie Mayhem, and with me is Sean Carnage. Sean Carnage. And we are signing off another episode. We'll see you next week. Thanks again for your support and stay silver and black. Peace out. Peace out.